Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Let us continue learning Mishnah's Arla. Perek Bay's Mishnah 15 and 16. That's Tesvav and Tezayin. And yesterday we were discussing what happens when you have Soar, sourdough, a leavening agent, call it yeast, whatever you want to call it, and it falls into Chulin, and this yeast, half of it is kach- is, is Truma, which is only permitted to a non to a Kohen, and half of it is Klayakaram, which is, which is forbidden to everyone. And each of these yeasts individually, these sourdoughs individually, i.e. the Truma and the Klayakaram, is not enough to leaven the bread. But together they join together, and together they cause the bread to rise. We stated that a non-Kohen is not allowed to partake from this bread because there is Truma and Klayakaram as the active foundational ingre- ingredient. Whereas a Kohen can. Why is the Kohen? There's Clyde Cameron there. And that goes back to the principle of when you have two things that contribute, we go after the part that is mutter. And since the, it's mutter for a Kohen to eat truma, therefore it's all permitted. And Rabbi Shimon disagreed because he thinks one can only uh, join together when they have the same name and the same iser. Our Mishnah picks up talking a very similar discussion. Tavlish or truma shall Clyde Cameron shall not be you have spices of truma and clay caramel fall into Kadeira. Let's call these spices. Let's say you have a spice. You have uh, two two flavors that are very similar. I don't know, turmeric. Let's say why not? You have turmeric, and half of the turmeric is is truma, and half of it's clay caramel. As we noted, just like something that that causes the uh, bread to rise is so foundational, we can't apply the principle of bittel of nullification. So, to any time there's a spice, even if 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 it's a tiny amount, one cannot claim it's nullified if you can taste it. So here you have the spice, half it's truma, half it's is clay is, is Then it's throw up a tavlin, and together, together they can spice the food. Any of themselves, it would be butter that we nullified, you wouldn't taste it. But together, they don't join together, and they do cause taste. Also, the zaram, a non-Kohen cannot eat from it because there's truma involved. Umutula Kohen, but a Kohen can have it because although it's clay karim, it's clay karim and truma together. And as we stated, again, the principle is two things can join together, and we go after the thing as mutter. Both to the non-coin to the coin because he says these two prohibitions of different names cannot combine. Mishnah Tazayin, again, is very similar. Halacha, just now we're moving into the world and the realm of Kachim. When it comes to Kachim, Karbanos, uh, one brings them on this Bayach, there are various types of Karbanos. Each of them have their own dinim. In Ola, is totally burnt on the Bayach. All of it's offered kul Hashem. It goes to God. Other carbonos, part of it goes to the Kohen, and part of it goes to the Mizbeach. And then there's the Shlomim, where it's, you know, makes Shalom between everyone, a little bit for the Kohen, a little for the owner, and a little bit to the Mizbeach, to Hashem. Now, when you bring a carbon, there are certain things one can do to a carbon that will cause the carbon to be to be uh, destroyed, to be puzzle. And one of the, the things is when the Kohen takes the carbon, he starts offering it, doing one of the four uh, his foundational and seminal avodos for the carbon, as in he's, ca- he's catching the blood, he's walking with the blood, he's sprinkling the blood, some of the, one of these four avodos. When he's doing those avodos, so if he has in mind that he's going to, let's say, uh, he's, go- he's going to, let's say he had in mind that he was going to allow these carbonos to last beyond the time that which is allotted for them to be, such as a shlomim has a day, a, a, a two days and a night, and he goes, I'm going to leave this out for two weeks, a long time to keep meat out. But the point is, he he, he intends on either bringing it where one's not allowed to bring it, or he has some sort of other intention that causes a psul in the carbon, an invalidation of the carbon that is called piggle, and the carbon is invalid. Similarly, if someone leaves the meat beyond the time that's that's given to it, it's called noser, 
and these things are prohibited even to the Kohen. So here's the case. You have a piece of, of kachikachim, of, of meat, from that was a carbon. And it gets mixed up with piggle. Uh, it gets cooked, excuse me, with piggle and noser. Again, piggle is uh, carbon that's invalid because you had the wrong intention when you when you were, were doing one of the four avodos. And noser is you let this piece of meat last beyond the time allotted for it when it was supposed to have been consumed already. Since it's all cooked together. Now it's all cooked together. Um, do we say it's nullified? So we say, and it, I'm sorry, and it can't be nullified because it's too much. So um, normally in order, um, just like truma, you need 100 times to uh, nullify the kachim as well. And here you don't have that, so it's not nullified. Also, this mixture is prohibited to a non kohen again, because there's kachim meat here, and then there's pigle and noser, which is forbidden to everyone. But a kohen is permitted to eat from this. Why? Because we have, again, two things that are contributed to being aser, both the kachim, which is permitted to him, and the pigle and noser, which is prohibited. And we say when two things join together, we go after the permitted. Rabbi Shimon Matil is our Shimon permits it, both the Kohen and non Kohen, because according to Rabbi Shimon, they do not combine to form a mixture because, as he said in the previous places, it's two different Isurim. I wish you all a wonderful day.